الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم واذ ابتلى ابراهيم ربه بكلمات فاتمهن قال اني جاعلك للناس اماما قال ومن ذريتي قال لا ينال عهد الظالمين صدق الله العظيم وسبحت العلماء الكرام brothers and elders we are approaching that time of the year in terms of our children who might be in schools somebody studying in some university that everybody is approaching the examination period and as a result already there would be a heightened level of concern let alone the student that is studying but parents will be very concerned even the brothers and sisters around will be concerned some distant uncle and aunt will be concerned also and some friend who might meet after a long time to would ask that when is the exam taking place and you prepared you ready in every brown that person would be concerned that he must pass his pass his exams and if he is somebody who has the reality of that exams in front of him then he would be more concerned than anybody else so these little tests and little exams that carry on in our life i constant reminder of the bigger test and that biggest test or the bigger test that is what us is what we are living every moment of our life our life itself is the test Allah tbaraka wa taala speaks about this in the Quran Sharif Tbarakal ladhi biyadihi al-mulk wa huwa ala kulli shay'in qadir alladhi khalaqal mauta wal hayata liyabluwakum ayyukum ahsanu amala Allah taala created this entire universe and this life and death not just in vain not just created just so that person he may build his empire he may have his fun he may enjoy his entertainment and then he may carry on like some stage person came acted his part and then he went away and nobody bothered about where he came from and where he went to rather this entire life allah taala says liyabluwakum inna khalaqnal insana min nutfatin amshajin nabtalihi faj'alnahu sami'an basira Allah says we created this insan so that we may test him and we gave him all these faculties faj'alnahu sami'an basira we granted him the faculty of hearing we gave him the ability to see we gave him all the other things that we have granted him not just so that he may do what he wishes with it nabtali this is a test the first part of a test is that a person has to recognize it is a test 
And when a person has recognized that this is a test, then there's very different conduct in that examination room. A person has come to write the examination, so now they stop him at the door. That your cell phone, you can't take it inside, leave it here. There's papers in your pocket, take it out. While you are inside this room, he says, I'm hungry, I want to eat. He says, sorry, after the exam is over, you can't eat now. He says, I want to look in my neighbor's, what my neighbor is writing. Sorry, you look only where you are writing. You look in your neighbor's work, you'll fail. He says, I want to talk across the room. I want to shout to my brother sitting on the other end of the room. He says, you're not allowed to talk loudly here. You keep quiet, you're not allowed to talk at all. So now if he realizes this is an examination room, he accepts everything. He doesn't say, my phone, I bought it, my money, why must I keep it here? I will keep it as I want to. I want to use it while I'm sitting at my examination desk. Who's there to stop me? I'm a free person. Then he says, no, it's examination, I don't want to fail my exam. So I'm hungry, my stomach, my food, my money, I bought it. Who are you to stop me from eating? Halal food, Allah Ta'ala made it halal. Who are you to say I'm not allowed to eat it? He doesn't argue with the examination rules at all. He says, okay, I understand. I'll eat after I finish off. So all these rules he accepts because he has understood it is an examination. And because he knows how important and crucial it is for him to pass the examination. And if he, by doing anything and whatever comes to his mind, if that causes him to fail this exam, then what he will lose that is all in front of him. So Allah wa ta'ala has created this entire universe and put us into this dunya and has put us into this examination hall. And the first thing is to recognize this is an examination. So now when a person has recognized it's an examination, now he won't say that, well, I'm a free person, I can do as I wish, why must I wake up early in the morning, it's a cold morning and I must leave my bed and I must go and perform namaz. I'm a free person and what's the difference if I carry on sleeping? No, he understands he's in examination hall. He finishes his salah and then he goes to his business. He doesn't say, well, whatever comes, whatever comes must take. However it comes must take. He says, no, first I must see whether Allah Ta'ala is going to be happy with it. Why? Because I'm in an examination. Sometimes it will be okay for me to take. Sometimes it might be very lucrative. I'll have to say, sorry, I can't take it. Now he's gone into his home after the entire day's work. Now he's in an examination. What does he do? Does he spend his time in haram? Or does he spend his time the way Allah Ta'ala is happy with him? So every aspect of life, the person who has recognized his examination hall, now he accepts everything. I mean a test. And then how does he conduct himself in the test? As Allah wa ta'ala reminds us in these days that we are passing, the remembrance of Ibrahim is at every step. And the time of Qurbani will come and we'll be putting the knife on the throats of the animals and Allah Ta'ala is reminding us about all the events in the life of Ibrahim Remember the time when Allah Ta'ala tested the same test tested Ibrahim 
in several aspects of his life. So he recognized this whole life is a test. He passed the test with flying colors. And when he passed the test with flying colors, Allah Ta'ala gave him the imamat. And in his progeny then comes Sayyidul Amiyari these are all incidents that we have heard over and over again. And we have repeatedly mentioned these things too. But Allah Ta'ala brings it every day, every year in our life. Every year the same Qurbani will come. And every year the same ayat will be repeated. Because every year and every day of our life we have to take the same lesson. The lesson or the incident of Qurbani that we are also made part of. This is not just some ritual. It is to give us a living lesson. One is that we see some statue of some person, as in Western society, they want to remember some personality, some person who has done something great. So they put a statue in some public square. And that's meant for people to look at him and remember him. So when people look at that statue, the first thing they see is all the dropping of the bird on it. So this is the remembrance. So this is how they honor somebody who has made some great contribution to society, somebody who has achieved something great, that they put him somewhere where the birds will have a feast and a nice place to perch and they will leave their droppings and that will be the end of it. Deen doesn't teach us anything like this. Allah Ta'ala gave us those remembrances which we become part of so that we realize that these remembrances are for us to live. When it comes to Hajj, we live the remembrance of Ibrahim We live the remembrance of the sacrifices of his family. We live that sa'i to remind us of that sacrifice. We live that pelting of the jamarat to remind us of how shaitan was repelled. And we live the qurbani also. We do it physically to remind ourselves that like Ibrahim put the knife on his desire. It wasn't his son. It wasn't his son. His son was there physically, obviously. But it's the love of that son. If it was some enemy, Allah forbid, if it was some enemy there, then the knife would have easily gone. But what stopped? What was this barrier? There was no barrier, obviously. Ibrahim set out to do it. But for any human being, what would be the barrier? The barrier would be that love, that desire that my child should stay alive. But he said, nothing can come between the command of Allah and me. Allah Ta'ala's command, you must slaughter, nothing can come in between. He put the knife on his desire. When we put the knife on the throats of those animals, we are being taught practically and physically, put the knife on your desire. In various ash'ar and in various couplets, keeps repeating this aspect of make the blood of your desires flow. Like that Qurbani will make the blood of that animal flow. That is actually teaching us the lesson to put the knife on our haram desires. And let the blood of those desires flow. When the blood of those desires will flow, just as Azatwara explains and gives a beautiful example, that when the sun rises in the morning, before the sun rises, the horizon gets completely red. It's only after the horizon is completely reddened, then only the sun rises and it illuminates the entire world. Likewise, first when the blood of the desires will be spilt and it will redden the heart. 
Now the sun of the ma'rifat and recognition of Allah Ta'ala will rise in that heart. And now it illuminate every part of this person's life. It illuminate the way he speaks. Now he will speak, Say to my servants to speak that which is good. There won't be any flowery languages coming out of this tongue. This tongue which Allah Ta'ala gave us to remember him with. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Keep your tongue moist with the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. Allah forbid how many tongues are moist with flowery languages, with all kinds of vulgar words. Well, Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi says, Keep it moist all the time with the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. It will illuminate his eyes. Now his eyes, when the sun of Marifat has risen in his heart, now his eyes will look at that which Allah Ta'ala is pleased with. Now he'll get enjoyment in looking in Kalamullah. He won't be quietly looking at some haram on his phone. He won't be drawing the curtains to look at some haram on the internet. Because his eyes have been illuminated by the sun of the ma'rifat that risen, has risen in his heart. Now his way and his conduct will be illuminated. And he will conduct himself with the akhlaq of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam where he was that kind of personality, the ahadith are filled with the akhlaq of Rasulullah how he conducted himself outside, inside the house, with people in society, etc. Every aspect of life has been detailed and recorded, and the aspects of akhlaq have been detailed and recorded. Now when the son of Marifat has risen in his heart, he lived the akhlaq of Nabi So this Qurbani is teaching us that. that at every juncture in our life, we are faced with these distractions. And we are being taught to put the knife on it. And we are being taught this is a test. And like the Anbiya Ali Musalat they face various tests. Yusuf Ali Wasalam, he is teaching us how to react when the test of woman comes. He is in the, trapped in this place with seven doors locked one after the other. And here is a beautiful woman who is saying to him, Hey Talak, inviting him towards sin. Now he's teaching us that this is a test, don't fall for it. This is a trap of shaitan, don't fall for it. So he's teaching us, Allah, I seek the protection of my Rabb, and he flees towards locked doors. He makes amal on fafirru ilallah. That flee towards Allah wa ta'ala. Because this is a test. It's examination hall. So when he runs towards those locked doors, Allah wa ta'ala causes those locked doors to open up for him. Because when a person does his utmost, he's within his capacity to pass the test, and Allah ta'ala's mercy opens up the locked doors for him also. But he has to do his utmost. He has to do the best he can. And he must not shirk 1%. Then where it is impossible, Allah Ta'ala will make that possible also. So Yusuf is teaching us that this trap of woman, get caught for it. Otherwise it will destroy dunya, it will destroy akhirat also, it will destroy dunya also. And it will start off sometimes very, very outwardly, very uh, innocently. It will be just some information somebody wants via some chat, via some BBM, Unless obviously the person uses this technology in the correct way, then it can be useful for him. But by and large, Allah forbid, it has become Bahad Bari Musibat. 
So now you'll start off with just some piece of information that's required. And then that information will become the confirmation for something else. And before a person knows it, he's destroyed his family, he destroyed his respect, he's destroyed his dunya and akhirat. So Yusuf is teaching us this is a test. Don't fall for it. Hazrat Sulaiman is given kingdom. But he teaches us that this kingdom is a test also. Conduct yourself in this test the way Allah will be pleased with it. This wealth, don't fall for this test like Qarun fell. Inna Qaruna kana miqawmi Musa fabagha alayhim wa ataynahu minal kunuzi ma inna mafatihahu latanu'u bil usbati ulil quwa. Allah says we gave him so much of wealth and so much of treasures that let alone the treasures, only the keys to the treasuries. It required a strong group of people who would carry it with difficulty. An entire group of strong people will have difficulty carrying it, just the keys. So what is inside that wealth? But he failed the test. That test, brought, that test of wealth brought arrogance and pride in him. إِنَّمَا أُوْتِيتُهُ عَلَىٰ عِلْمٍ عِنْدِي What are you talking about? That makes shukar for Allah's ni'mat. I got this out of my skill. What would, how I made my, as we say, my magajmari I made. After all that magajmari this came. What do you know about it? All my brains, my ability, my hard work. Allah wa ta'ala is giving these examples in the Quran Sharif. That Sulaiman was given kingdom. He was given wealth, but he passed the test. Has Abdurrahman ibn Awf He was given wealth. He passed the test. Though when his estate was distributed, he had four wives. And only one wife, her share came to 80,000. Now the commentator of view, different views, some say 80,000 dinars, some say 80,000 dirhams. That was only 132 because she had to share one-eighth with other three wives. So she got 132. That was equal to 80,000 in that time. 80,000 in that time multiplied and add the values as they, the, the inflation rates and so on. It'll run into the millions, maybe billions today. But he passed the test. So this is the lesson that we are being taught. are teaching us. These tests will come. And these are the tests especially, the tests of wealth, and the test of woman, which shaitan will generally dangle in front of a person. And Allah's Nabi Wasallam gave the da'wah towards deen and called people towards Allah wa ta'ala. And when other things didn't seem to work for the Quraysh to try and stop him, what did they do? They came and they presented the same two things. What do you want? You want wealth? We'll give you all the wealth and make you the richest person. You want to get married to the best woman, we'll get the best woman of all the Arabs and we'll get her married to you. But what was Nabi Wasallam's reply? That if the sun is placed in my right hand and the moon is placed in my left hand, what are you talking about placing? Forget placing wealth and woman. I'm talking about the sun and moon which you can't give me. If that is placed in my hand also, I will not stop the da'wat of deen and calling towards Allah wa ta'ala unless this life is gone. So these tests will come. But we are living in this dunya and we are being taught and especially in this time of the year when the time of Qurbani comes. That this life is a test and we have to live the test and we have to pass the test. We have to make an effort to pass the test. 
This test will come, the test of ego. This is also a very, very major test. That a person, this ego will incite from within, that I need to be recognized, I must have some position, people must acknowledge me, and as a result, the kind of problems that ensue out of this. Families break down. And whatever else happens, often because of the aspect of the ego. In the hadith, Nabi Salaam says, that two hungry wolves, two hungry wolves, if they are let loose on a pack of sheep, on a, on a flock of sheep, hungry wolves and a flock of sheep, what will be the end result? It will be karamat if any one sheep gets left. Nabi Salaam says, those two hungry wolves on a flock of sheep, they cannot do so much damage to those sheep like a person can do damage to his iman and deen by means of the love of the world and the love of the ego. What that damage will be, will be the damage that the two wolves will do will be nothing. It destroy a person's deen, destroy a person's dunya. Hazrat Umar is in his last moments after he was attacked and it was obvious he's not going to survive this, the signs were there and somebody comes, it's a lengthy incident and he's consoling him by giving him or mentioning some of the achievements of Hazrat Umar You achieved this, you were with Nabi Wasallam. Nabi Wasallam left the world in a condition he was happy with you then you associated yourself with Abu Bakr he left the world in a condition he was happy with you and then you achieve this, and you achieve this. It was Hazrat reply to all this. I just wish all this just finishes off equal. I'm not given anything, but at least I'm not, I'm not taken to task for anything. Not for one moment, yes, I did this and I did that. This is my achievement and that's my work. And this is what I have done. Nothing. I just hope I don't get taken to task, even if I don't get anything. Subhanallah. Hazrat Aisha Siddiqa radiallahu ta'ala anha, she's in her last moments. Abdullah bin Abbas comes. And now he also starts enumerating her praises because as a form of tasalli, consolation, the person is now about to leave the dunya at that time to say things that will make the person feel hopeful, to raise the hopes of the person. So therefore he's saying these things, that alhamdulillah, this is what you were the wife of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa you were the most beloved wife to him and the other things that all are her, her achievements he mentions these things and what does she reply and what is her response she could have said yes all this is true and it was true but her response is how I wish I was a forgotten thing nobody even knew I existed nobody to even know that there was a person like me that came and went so they taught us how to pass these tests. They passed it. So this life is a test. Every part of this life is a test. And Allah is reminding us in this time that this Ibrahim was tested. Tested first, told to go and leave his wife and child in a barren place. So he immediately sets out. No questions asked. If it was us, how many questions? What wrong did I do? Masum child, what, what guna did he make? 
No questions asked. The incident is well known to us, but the lesson to repeat from there. Now when he is leaving, his wife asks him, you're leaving us here? There's no food here, no water, nothing. She was after all an insan. She had the same fears, same anxieties that other human beings have. So eventually, to cut the long story short, when he in, doesn't answer and she now realizes that there's something more to this, she asks, is this the command of Allah Ta'ala? And he indicates, yes. Her reply is, إِذَنْ لَا Then Allah Ta'ala won't call us, cause us to perish. Allah Ta'ala's command, we must be here alone, must be it. Allah Ta'ala will protect us. This is a test now. That we will not make any kind of objection against Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala's command is, we must be here alone, we are here alone, no problem. Then the time comes now, slaughter the son, when the child has grown. فَلَمَّا بَلَغَ مَعَهُ السَّعِيَ Slaughter the son, no questions asked. The child is being told, he can understand what's going to happen. And he's saying, You also go ahead and do what you have been commanded to do. The whole thing has been summed up. In one couplet, where he says, Jan Dedi Mene Unke Nampar, Ishkne Socha Na Kuch Anjampar. That when the command of Allah Ta'ala came, whatever was the requirement, but I gave my life, Jan Dedi Mene Unke Nampar, when there was true love of Allah Ta'ala, then Ishk doesn't first question what will be the end result. The love of Allah is in the heart now. There's no question about but and why and what will happen. But no questions asked. What is the end result? But Allah Ta'ala's command, that is it. And he sets out to do what Allah Ta'ala has commanded. Allah Ta'ala didn't want the child's life to go. But this was the test. And when he fulfilled his side of it, Allah Ta'ala saved the child from that imtihan. And Allah Ta'ala left this as a legacy for us till today, until Qiyamah. That when we will do our best to fulfill the commands of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala will open the doorways for us. Whether it is in some difficulty, whether it is for some need, whatever it may be, we got to do what is required of us, Allah Ta'ala will do the rest for us. So this is the lessons that we have to revise, we have to repeat, we have to keep reflecting upon that the Anbiya Ali taught us how to pass the test of this life. And Allah kept these reminders alive for us so that we will understand whether it is within the four walls of the home, whether it is inside our businesses, whether it is in our jobs, whether it is out on the street, whether it is in the masjid, wherever we are, we are in this examination hall. And there are restrictions in the examination hall. And the person who wants to pass, he'll have to be within those restrictions. And this is the crux of taqwa. لَيَّنَالَ اللَّهَ لُحُومُهَا وَلَا دِمَاؤُهَا وَلَا كِيَّنَالُهُ التَّقْوَى مِنْكُمْ Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala says these animals you slaughter, it is neither the flesh or the blood of those animals, but it is the condition of your heart. This is what taqwa is actually. The condition of your heart, it is that piety within, which now restrains you from everything that Allah Ta'ala has forbidden. That you stay within the restrictions of that examination hall. And when a person does that, then Allah Taala opens the na'mat of dunya also. Allah Taala opens the real na'mat, which is the na'mat of akhirat for him. May Allah Taala give all of us the tawfiq of recognizing this examination hall. May Allah Taala give us the tawfiq of passing this examination and give us 
the best of deen of dunya and akhirat as well wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin it makes zikr for a few moments and then make dua inshallah decide the rush ইহাম <laughs> ইলা <laughs> 
ہر تمنا دل سے رست ہو گئی اب تو آ جا اب تو خلوت ہو گئی ہر تمنا دل سے رخصت ہو گئی اب تو آ جا اب تو خلوت ہو گئی 
मिटा दे अपनी हस्ती को छोड़ दे सारी बस्ती को बस्ती बस्ती कहता जा अल्लाह 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 محمد الرسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله ولك الملك كله واليك يرجع الامر كله بيدك الخير كله انك على كل شيء قدير اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد يحيي ويميت بيده الخير وهو على كل شيء قدير رضينا بالله ربا وبالإسلام دينا وبسيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم رسولا ونبيا جز الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما صليت على سيدنا ابراهيم وعلى ال سيدنا ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما باركت على سيدنا ابراهيم وعلى ال سيدنا ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد يا اول الاولين ويا اخر الاخرين ويا رحم المساكين ويا ذا القوه المتين يا بديع السماوات والارض ويا ذا الجلال والاكرام ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين إله العالمين forgive each and every sin that we had committed Allah undoubtedly Allah we gunegar Allah we sinners Allah from top to bottom oh Allah inside out oh Allah we have committed sins Allah Allah we have broken your commandments oh Allah oh Allah we have done evil things oh Allah Allah you forgive each and every sin that we had committed oh Allah oh Allah change all our evil into good oh Allah oh Allah change the condition of our hearts Allah our hearts are filled oh Allah with this passionate love for this world oh Allah passionate love for fame and status oh Allah Allah is filled with the greed of this material world oh Allah Allah it is filled with hasad and jealousy oh Allah Allah it is filled with 
with enmity and hatred, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, it is filled with all the evil that it has, O oh Allah. Allah, you know the condition of our hearts, Allah. Allah, remove all those evil and debasing qualities, Allah. Allah, grant us, O oh Allah, the beautiful and wonderful qualities of our Nabi Muhammad, Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah, grant us, O oh Allah, iman and yaqeen, O oh Allah. Allah, grant us your muhabbat and marifat, O oh Allah. Allah, grant us your recognition, O oh Allah. Allah, fill our hearts with your love and muhabbat, O oh Allah. Allah, fill our hearts with your love and muhabbat, O oh Allah. Allah, grant us true love for our Nabi Muhammad, Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah, for far too long now, O oh Allah, we have been following the people of this world, O oh Allah. Allah, we have been following the icons of this world, O oh Allah. We have been following the systems of this world, O oh Allah. Allah, we've forgotten your beautiful deen, O oh Allah. Allah, we've forgotten you, O oh Allah. Allah, we've forgotten Nabi Kareem, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah, we've forgotten the tariqah of our Nabi Muhammad, Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O oh Allah, give us the strength and energy and the courage, O oh Allah, to follow the beautiful sunnah of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in every aspect of our lives, Allah. Allah, bring deen in our businesses, O oh Allah. Bring deen in our homes, O oh Allah. Bring deen in our personal lives, O oh Allah. Bring deen in our public lives, O oh Allah. Wherever we may be, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, grant us taqwa. O oh Allah, grant us your fear, O oh Allah. Allah, grant us love for sahabai kiram. Ridwanullahi ta'ala anhum ajma'een. Allah, grant us complete love, O oh Allah, for your complete deen, O oh Allah. Allah, grant us the love of performing salat, O oh Allah. Allah, grant us the love of giving sadaqah and zakat, O oh Allah. Allah, grant us the love of keeping rosas, O oh Allah. Allah, grant us the love of taking your name and making dhikr, O oh Allah. Allah, grant us the love of reading durood upon our Nabi Muhammad, O Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah, make our hearts compassionate to one and all, O oh Allah. Allah, make it such, O oh Allah, that we fulfill the hukuk and the rights of each and every person, O oh Allah. Allah, if in the past, O oh Allah, we've made zulm on anyone, O oh Allah, we've oppressed anyone, O oh Allah, Allah, whether we know about it or don't know about it, O oh Allah, give us the strength and the courage, O oh Allah, to make amends and do good, O oh Allah, O oh Allah, if not, O oh Allah, and we cannot do it, O oh Allah, O oh Allah, from your side, O oh Allah, grant them the best of rewards, O oh Allah, Allah, free us, O oh Allah, for tomorrow on the day of Qiyamah, O oh Allah, the reckoning, O oh Allah, will be beyond us, O oh Allah, O oh Allah, give us the realization and understanding, O oh Allah, that this life is a very, very short life, O oh Allah. Allah. Allah, give us the realization and understanding, O oh Allah, that this life is a complete test, O oh Allah. Allah, give us the realization and understanding, O oh Allah, that we have to stand tomorrow in front of you on the day of Qiyamah. Allah, before we leave this world, O oh Allah, grant us the tawfiq of making tawbat and nasuha. Allah, such a tawbah, O oh Allah, that you accept it, O oh Allah. Allah, at the time of mort, O oh Allah, take us, O oh Allah, in the best of conditions, O oh Allah. Allah, take us in the best of places, O oh Allah. Allah, take us whilst we are striving in your path, O oh Allah. Allah, take us whilst you are pleased with us, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, do not take us in a state of sin and guna, O oh Allah. Allah, do not take us in a state of haram, O oh Allah. Allah, take us with a kalima la ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah, save us from the adab of the qabr. Allah, save us from an evil death. O oh Allah, save us from the adab of the qabr. Save us from the fitna of qabr. Allah, tomorrow on the day of qiyamah, O oh Allah, do not disgrace us, O oh Allah. Allah, do not disgrace us O oh Allah, O oh Allah, give us, O oh Allah, Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, O oh Allah. Allah, leave all our omissions out, out of deen, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, those things that we have carried out in deen, O oh Allah, do not even question us about that also, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, because we have been too weak, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, there has never been the purity of intention and sincerity, O oh Allah. 
Even our good deeds, O oh Allah, we cannot place in front of you, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, we are so weak, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, grant us a book of deeds in our right hand. Allah, make us, O oh Allah, from among those fortunate, O oh Allah, to drink from the holy kothar of our Nabi Muhammadur Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah, do not deprive us on the day of Qiyamah. Allah, do not deprive us on the day of Qiyamah. Allah, we are unworthy servants, O oh Allah. Allah, we are not worthy of Jannatul Firdaus, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, we are too impure for Jannatul Firdaus, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, through your fadl, O oh Allah, through your grace, Allah, through your mercy, O oh Allah, grant us Jannatul Firdaus, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, grant us, O oh Allah, the vision of your tajalli and your nur, O oh Allah. Despite the fact, O oh Allah, that we are evil, our hearts are evil, our eyes are evil, our limbs are evil, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, through your fadl and karam, O oh Allah, save us from the fire of Jahannam. Allah, grant us a place in Jannatul Firdaus. Although we are not worthy of it, O oh Allah, O oh Allah, those amongst us who have difficulties, O oh Allah, Allah, you know our difficulties. Allah, you know our challenges. Allah, you know our inabilities. Allah, you know our problems, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, from the unseen, O oh Allah, fulfill all our needs, O oh Allah. Remove all our difficulties, O oh Allah. Our brothers that are here, our sisters that are listening, O oh Allah, the whole month of our Nabi alayhi salatu wassalam, O oh Allah, whatever the problems and difficulties are, O oh Allah, you alleviate them, Allah, you remove them, O oh Allah. Those of us who are in debt, O oh Allah, O oh Allah, remove the debt, O oh Allah, amongst us, our families, in our community, in the Ummat, O oh Allah, those who are ill and sick, O oh Allah, grant them Jannatul Firdaus. Allah, the Ummat of Nabi alayhi salatu wassalam is going through sufferings, O oh Allah. Allah, wherever the Ummat is going through sufferings, O oh Allah, Allah, remove the sufferings of the Ummat of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Allah, make your deen dominant once again, O oh Allah, on the surface of this earth. O oh Allah, safeguard the Haramain Sharifain. O oh Allah, safeguard the Haramain Sharifain. O oh Allah, those hujjaj that have gone, O oh Allah, those who are going, O oh Allah, Allah protect them, Allah. Allah accept the hajj, O oh Allah. O oh Allah accept the ziyarat, O oh Allah. Allah accept the tawaf, O oh Allah. Allah accept the talbi and labbik, O oh Allah. Allah make us part of the duas, O oh Allah. O oh Allah accept the hajj, O oh Allah. Cause them to return to the families, O oh Allah, with ease, O oh Allah. Allah, O Allah, kiram, O oh Allah, that are striving in your path. O oh Allah, the mubalighin, those who are doing the work of tabligh and dawah in Allah, that are striving in your path, O oh Allah. And all others, O oh Allah, that are striving in your path, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, accept them. Allah, protect them. Allah, protect the families, O oh Allah. Allah, make it the means of, O oh Allah, of hidayah for the whole ummah of our Nabi Muhammadur Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah, our hearts have become hard. O oh Allah, soften our hearts, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, soften our hearts. Allah, turn our hearts towards you. Allah, turn our hearts towards Qiyamah. Give us the realization and understanding, O oh Allah, of Qiyamah, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, those that requested us to make dua for them. O oh Allah, those who have a right that we make dua for them. Those who have hope that we will make dua for them. Allah, whatever their needs may be, O oh Allah, fulfill it. Whatever their desires are, O oh Allah, that are permissible, granted. Allah, whatever our desires are, O oh Allah, your, your servants have gathered in your house, O oh Allah, on this Mubarak night, O oh Allah, in this Mubarak month, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, they have come here with Ummid, O oh Allah. They have come here in with hope, O oh Allah, in your mercy, O oh Allah. Hope of Kabuliyat and acceptance, O oh Allah. Allah, accept us all, O oh Allah. Accept us all, O oh Allah. Make us your sincere servants, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, make us your servants who are accepted, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, make us your servants, O oh Allah, that will be granted, O oh Allah, on the day of Qiyamah, O oh Allah, intercession of our Nabi Kareem, Muhammadur Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rabbana tawaffana muslimin, walhiqna bishuhada والصالحين غير خزايا ولا ندامة ولا مفتونين جزا الله أن نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو 
وأدو اللهم هذا الدعاء وإليك الإجابة وهذا الجهد وعليك التكلان ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب 